Hey there, my lovelies. Welcome to my first ever episode of Almost Well-Versed. A little podcast just talking about usually books. Um, Sometimes might talk about movies or music. Uh, Usually books, though. I just kind of wanted an outlet to talk about all these books I've been reading. Um, 2019, I set a reading goal to read 40 books for the year. Um, It's gone pretty well. I've done 26. I'm on book 27 right now. Um, But I'm sure my husband gets tired of hearing me talk about these books to him. So why not tell you guys? So I'm going to try to stay consistent. Um, We'll see what happens, though. So this first episode, we're going to talk about one of my favorite books that I've ever read. Um, I first read this book actually back in high school, um, and I actually have bought this book about three times. I keep buying it, and then, no, oh, I'm, d- I'm done with this book, so I'm going to sell it, and then I rebuy it. Um, but I have it again on Kindle and the actual book, but this book is called Water for Elephants. Um, lovely book written by Sarah Gruen from 2006. Um, You may have heard of her. She's also written a couple other books. Um, She came out with a book called Ape House, which I did also read. Um, That was 2009, I think. And then she's also written Water's Edge and Writing Lessons. Um, Neither of those I've read, though. But Water for Elephants, it's a lovely little historical fiction book. You know, it's fiction, but based on real life. Um, It talks about, it's set in the 30s, in the 1930s, um, and it follows this dude named Jacob Jankowski. Jankowski? Um, He's studying to be a vet with his dad, um, and he ends up in the circus business. I know, the circus. But it's pretty interesting because in the 1930s, circuses were a whole nother ballgame than they are now. Um, It's very weird. But anywho, so Water for Elephants um, starts out, like I said, with this dude named Jacob. He's studying to be a vet with his dad. Um, the book's actually narrated by Jacob, and it's split. It's not split into two parts, but it's split into parts. So it's set in present day when he's an old man living in a nursing home, and then it's also set in 1932 um, when he discovers that circus. So. The book starts, and it's back in the 1930s, and Jacob is studying for his um, vet exam. So, you know, he's busting his ass, he's reading, he's got a little girlfriend that he likes. Um, he's trying to be a vet, to live with it, to go into practice with his dad. It's what he's always wanted, you know. And then um, one day he's sitting in class, and then the professor comes in and is like, Hey, Jacob, I need to talk to you. And he's like, What? And then pulls him out and was like, hey, you know, I'm sorry, but uh, your parents, they were driving home. They got ran off the road by some old dude that definitely shouldn't have been driving. And they're dead. So Jacob, he's floored, you know, as you would be. Um, And as he's sitting down with the lawyer going through like the estate and stuff, comes to find out that his dad had no money. Um, He's been a vet, you know. He sees his dad having work, but because of the Great Depression about to hit, um, nobody has money to pay him. So he's been taking payment in forms of like eggs and beans and not money. So they're broke. So the bank is like, hey, dude, I'm sorry, but um, we're going to have to take your house. And that practice you thought you were going to do with your dad? I'm sorry. 
It's not going to happen. So, understandably, Jacob is floored. He doesn't know what to do. You know, his whole life he thought he was going to be a vet with his dad. And here comes the knowledge that uh, he's broke. He has no house. Now he has no parents. And he he's having a crisis, understandably. Uh, so... He's actually sitting in his final exam, like the exam you have to take to be a vet, and he just has a breakdown. He can't, he can't deal. So he just walks out, and the professor's like, "Hey, dude, you know, if you walk out, uh, that's it. Like, you can't come back." And Jacob is like, "Peace." <laughs> so he leaves. He doesn't know where he's gonna go. He's kind of walking aimlessly. Uh, there's a train coming by, so he's like, "You know what? I'm gonna jump on this train, I guess." So he does. And um, he gets intercepted by some dudes, some hard-looking dudes that are like, hey, man, what are you doing on this train? And he's like, mm, you know, <laughs> come to find out it's a circus train. So this train uh, is the Bazzini Brothers' most spectacular show on earth. Uh, has the exclamation point, everything. So he meets a dude named Camel. Um, he was one of the guys in the car that he jumped into. He convinces the other guys to not throw Jacob off and you know sees that he's having a hard time and is like hey man you know I don't know what's going on with you but I'll help you out see if we can get you a job on the show uh so the next day after the train stops Camel introduces him to Uncle Al who is the owner of the circus um Uncle Al learns that he is trained as a vet and actually brings him on the show to be the circus's vet. Um, and so Jacob is like, all right, you know. He never claimed to be a vet. He said that he's had vet training. But, you know, once Uncle Al heard, oh, this guy is a vet, got him. We're getting this guy. So he ends up being the vet for this um, circus. So he meets uh, two other key players in this book called, their names are August and Marlena. August is the equestrian director. Um, he's kind of the big dog in town. He walks around with a cane and a top hat and takes shit from nobody. And everybody's kind of scared of him. And then his wife, Marlena, um, she's a performer. She has a whole, um, she has a whole show with like 12 horses. And she's really good and she's really pretty and she's really good at what she does. Um. So pretty much August just wants to feel out the waters, you know. He's trying to test Jacob's skills and uh, wants to see if he's really a vet, you know. So he's like, hey, dude, one of our horses is sick. Can you come take a look? So Jacob goes in there. Um, sure enough, the horse is really sick. He's looking at his something's wrong with his hoof. And um, it's really bad. You know, they of course, they don't have a vet. So why would they know that the horse is sick? <laughs> So Jacob was like, hey, you know, I know I just got here and I know this is your favorite horse, but this horse needs to be put down. And Marlena is in shambles because, you know, she's really close to these horses. She has a whole show with them. August is pissed as hell because if they are missing a horse, then they can't do the show, you know. But Jacob is like, look, dude, do you want this horse to live in misery? And then, you know, maybe Marlena's riding him in the show and then he just collapses and she gets hurt. Or would you rather just, you know, do the better thing and put him down? And so, uh, yeah, Uncle Al is really pissed too that they have to put this horse down. But because he was up front about it, Marlena really respected Jacob for 
you know, telling, telling her the truth, you know, this horse is in bad shape. And so they put the horse down. That was really sad. I think he gets shot. Um, but yeah. And so Jacob's in there, you know, after this little stint with the horse, everybody's like, oh, okay, this dude knows what he's talking about. Um, but then you also find out through this that August is a crazy person. Um, you don't realize how crazy he is until later on in the book, but you can definitely tell that he's got some screws loose. Um, yeah, this guy is not okay, but, but we're jumping ahead. That's not till later. And so, uh, after the whole thing with the horse, you know, Uncle Al, he, like I said, he's pissed that they had to put the horse down, but he's like, hey, well, Jacob knows what he's talking about, so we should get him on the show. And so he gets him a bunk, or he assigns him a bunk with a performer named Walter, aka Kinko. Uh, remember, guys, this is the 1930s. Uh, and Kinko is, he's a dwarf, and he has a whole act, you know. But, um,. And he's really upset that he has to share this bunk with a working man. You know, he's like, oh, I'm a performer. I should be able to have my own bunk. I shouldn't have to bunk with this vet over here. And Jacob's just trying to navigate life, like trying to figure out the hierarchy of the circus and trying not to piss anybody off because, you know, he doesn't really have anything to go home to. So he's like, I got to make this work. Um, yeah, so... Because of that whole debacle with the horses, uh, Jacob, he pretty much befriends August and Marlena. Um, Like I said, he, after hanging out with them, he starts to realize that August, there's something up with August. Uh, He's a little, he's a little weird. (laughs) Like, uh, for example, one time he was hanging out with August and he wanted him to help him feed the lions. And so Jacob's like, sure, you know, I'm the vet. I should know all the animals. And so he goes with him to feed him the, to feed the lions. Um, August plays a joke on him by pushing him into the lion's pen while he's holding meat. Um, and so Jacob is freaking the fuck out. He's like, oh, well, I guess today is the day my life ends, you know. And then the lion charges at him and then chomps down on his arm. But then you come to realize that the lion had no teeth. So August is over here laughing hysterically, thinking it's the best joke he's ever told. Uh, meanwhile, Jacob thought he was about to get his arm eaten off, you know, so he did not take that too kindly. Um, yeah, so Jacob's pissed. He's super pissed. Like, why would you, why would you do that, right? And Marlena's like, oh, you know, don't give him a hard time. He's trying to, he's trying to be friendly with you. Jacob's over it. Uh, yeah. So, he's trying to live life. Uh, the book keeps going. The circus actually makes a detour, uh, to sack a failed circus. Apparently, this was pretty common back in the day. Like, you would have a lot of traveling circuses, and, uh, you know, especially where this time period is in the 1930s, like, circuses are dying left and right. People don't have money to go out. You don't have money to hire people, to pay your people. Um, so circuses are just failing. And what they would do is they would hear of a failing circus, and then they would just detour to wherever that ch- that circus train was. And then pretty much like vultures, they would just come in and take the best stuff, you know, be it equipment or people or animals, um, and add it to their show and then keep it rolling. So they hear about, um, 
a failed circus so they make that detour they get there and they're actually kind of late and so uncle al's kind of pissed that they were so late and they get there and they realize that there's an elephant and they're like what an elephant we don't have an elephant and uncle al is like man we gotta we gotta snatch this elephant man that's what our show needs if we can get an elephant we'll be doing all right and then he buys the elephant they're like all right the elephant's name is Rosie. Here's your bull hook. Uh, oh, yeah, by the way, your elephant is super dumb. And Uncle Al is like, um, what? And the bull handler was like, yeah, she, she's nice or whatever. Like, she's cute. Look at her face. But she's dumb as a bag of rocks. So good luck. And so now they're extra pissed because he spent a couple thousand dollars on this elephant who's dumb as a bag of rocks doesn't listen to commands she just kind of does what she wants uh she's stealing snacks from the concession stand she's drinking the lemonade like she's just doing whatever she wants and people are angry um understandably so august is pissed because now he's like okay well i'm the equestrian director like i'm like the animal director or whatever and now i got this dumbass elephant i gotta deal with on top of all my other animals and i can't get her to do anything i want so what and so yeah august is having a rough time with her like i said she <laughs> she keeps uh she'll take her stake out like they'll stake her somewhere like you know they'll put the stake in the ground and they'll have her in the back of the the camp or whatever and she'll take the stake out and she'll like walk around and like i said she'll steal concessions and take people's hats and put them on and she's having a good old time but they're getting pissed about her um one day one time she ends up uh taking the stake out and she just leaves like rosie escapes from the circus and everyone's freaking out because they're like oh no we can't have an elephant out on the loose you know you can't just have an elephant out in a town and so they're out looking for her uh she ends up in somebody's garden and she's just eating cabbages just having the time of her life and the, the owner is like the farmer is like get this damn elephant out of my yard he's eating up my cabbages uh <laughs> so jacob goes and you know he gets her uh and then he hears from the handler uh he hears the handler from town speaking to the speaking to rosie in polish and if you couldn't tell by the last name uh jankowski jacob is polish so he hears this dude talking to rosie in polish and he's like wait what she's not dumb she just doesn't know english and so once they realize that jacob is like well i got my in you know and so jacob takes it upon himself to start dealing with her um and trying to get an act together you know and so even with that knowledge knowing that she's not dumb that she speaks polish august is still super pissed that she broke out and ate all this dude's cabbages and so he takes her back to the circus and gets that bull hook that bull hook and pretty much beats the shit out of her and marlena and jacob are super upset about it jacob is like hey man she's a prankster you know she's a foolhardy elephant that's trying to have a good time and she doesn't deserve to get beaten you know but august is not hearing it he beats the shit out of her um and august yeah he's not having a good time he's not having a good time jacob's not having a good nobody's having a good time okay so they try to 
make an act with Rosie. Uh, Marlena, understandably, like she doesn't have the horse show anymore because you need it. It was 12 horses and now she's down to 11, so she can't really do the same show. Um, so they're trying to make a show with this elephant, like a showstopper show, you know, something that'll bring in some money. And, um, yeah, so they're trying out this show. Marlena, um, at one point, she, like, Rosie was, you know, doing what Rosie does, and Marlena jumps off of her. Um, but she actually hurts her feet, so then she can't perform. And then August is pissed all over again because he's like, oh, she hurt my wife, you know. But Marlena's, Marlena's not even upset about it. She's the one that got hurt, but she's not upset about it, you know. She's like, well, you know, it was kind of my fault that I jumped off the way I did. But August is hearing none of it. And so, yeah, things are getting weird. Um, they're trying to get this act with Rosie um you know he's trying Jacob's trying to stay in good graces with August um because he doesn't want him to kill him accidentally or otherwise um but through all of this time spent with August and Marlena Jacob is developing feelings for Marlena um you know she's funny she's pretty she doesn't deserve a crazy person as a husband uh she cares a lot about the animals with Jacob which uh Jacob can sympathize with um but yeah so it's a bad time for everybody him falling in love with Marlena this is not gonna this isn't gonna end well uh <laughs> and so a couple weeks go by Marlena like I said she was hurt but she's like on bed rest or whatever and so a couple weeks go by and she's feeling better and then Marlena pulls Jacob aside and was like hey you know like I'm feeling better you know you're getting better with Rosie getting her to like respond to stuff and teaching August Polish so he can like deal with her let's throw a little surprise party for August since everything's like on the up and up and so Jacob is like all right that's cool and so you know, they get a dinner, they dress up fancy, they get champagne, um, they have Rosie in there, they, like, get a, they get somebody to, uh, no, Marlena, she makes Rosie, like, a little headdress thing that matches her outfit, so they can, like, match when they're doing the show together, you know, setting up this nice party, and then August, he shows up, and he's like, what the fuck is going on, and they're like, um, what? <laughs> we're here to have a surprise party for you dude and August like I said he's not he's not all there in the head and immediately he jumps to thinking that they're sleeping together like that they're trying to cover up for sleeping together so they want to throw this nice party for him and so August he pretty much snaps and uh he lunges at Marlena he tries to choke her out with the necklace she's wearing and so Jacob is like what dude nod man get off of her and so Jacob and him end up in this nasty this nasty nasty fight uh they're both beaten to a pulp like they're black eyes and blood everywhere broken nose and uh someone has to come and break up the fight and Marlena's like you know what dude I'm done with you like if you're willing to try and choke me out like I don't need this and so she's like I'm out of here and so she yeah, she goes and she's like, I'm going to get a hotel room so I don't have to see this dude. I don't have to deal with him. Uh, so she walks down and walks into town, gets her hotel room, and 
tension is very high in the circus. Like, it's very high. Uh, everybody knows that something's going on with Jacob and Marlena, but nobody wants to say that they're sleeping together. So, Uncle Al comes to Jacob and was like, hey, dude, I heard what happened. Uh, I'm not saying what August did was right, but we need Marlena for the circus. And Jacob was like, are you kidding me right now? Like, are you insinuating that you want them to get back together? And Uncle Al is like, well, you know, the show must go on (laughs) or whatever, whatever a circus owner would say. And so he's like, hey, can you like go to Marlena and try to convince her to come back um, to August? And in his head, Jacob is like, this dude is wild and like he is being crazy right now why would she want to come back you know but he tells him all right I'll try so he goes into town mind you his face is busted they just got in this wild fight like he is busted up and so he goes into town and he's going from hotel to hotel trying to figure out which one she's in and the hotel like the desk clerk is being really weird with him and you know he walks in he's like hey I'm looking for Marlena whatever her last name is and the dude's like oh she's not here and he's like I'm pretty sure she is because every other hotel told me to come here um but then Marlena hears that is Jacob and she peeks out and was like oh Jacob I'm so happy you're here and you know she goes and hugs him and then the hotel clerk dude is looking real confused and she's like oh this is a different dude from the guy that was here earlier so apparently August is out looking for her too and so Jacob goes up to the room with her and you know making sure she's okay and Marlena's more worried about him because like I said his face is busted and uh you know, they're getting all close and intimate, and they actually end up sleeping together, um, and while he, like, spends the night or whatever, you know, Marlena pretty much opens up to him about everything, uh, turns out that August is actually schizophrenic, that's why some days he's happy-go-lucky, everything's great, I love my wife, I love my life, and then other days he tries to get you eaten by a lion, like, (laughs) that is not okay, but, uh, yeah so he's schizophrenic and she is kind of stuck at the circus because when she um fell in love with august her family was like well i guess you're out of here because i think it was that she she's christian and august is jewish i think that's what it was and so whenever they found out that august was courting her they were like hey if you go with this august dude you're dead to us and so she was like well i guess i'm out so she marries august and then she ends up on the circus but yeah so she has nowhere to go she has her family won't talk to her um but now they're both scared for their life understandably you know and so her and jacob they make a plan on running away from the circus they're like we can't we can't do this like august is crazy our circus isn't doing well, you know, we don't need this, and so, yeah, Jacob goes back to the circus and was like, well, Marlena, you take a couple days, we're gonna play this out, make it seem like I'm trying to get you to come back to August, but, you know, we're really gonna be planning our escape, and Marlena's like, all right, I'm down, and so everyone is super stressed out, Uncle Al stressed because of this whole debacle, and, Rosie's back to being sad because August beat her again and August is depressed because his wife isn't with him and he's pissed as fuck at Jacob uh 
Jacob's pissed. Everyone's pissed. Like, it's not a good, nobody's having a good time. Okay? Nobody's having a good time. (laughs) And then you come to find out, uh, so, yeah, paydays in the circus are on Fridays. And so Friday rolls around, everyone gets in line to get their paychecks. Uh, you know, the way the hierarchy works, the, the performers get paid first and then the working men. So the performers are up first in line and, you know, Jacob and his buddies are in the back of the line and they're waiting for the line to keep moving. And then you see somebody walk off and he's mumbling, grumbling, pissed. And then the next person goes up, he walks away mumbling, grumbling, pissed. And they're like, oh no. Usually if they're like low on cash, they won't pay the workers but the performers will always get paid but then on this particular day they're turning away performers like the performers aren't even getting paid which lets you know that they're struggling like they really don't have any money um and when stuff like that starts happening um people start missing like people start going missing um and so there's a term called getting red lighted where you know the train travels overnight and then when they arrive in the morning you know they'll disembark and they'll set up camp or whatever but when they're traveling at night uh pretty much like the bouncers for the circus will go through the cars and throw people off so people are getting thrown off in the middle of the night and so everyone's kind of in a panic uh Jacob is really scared because he's like, oh, I'm going to be number one on this list to get red lighted, right? Like, if August has anything to say about it, I'm going to get thrown off of this train. And so Jacob is kind of freaking out. And not to mention that that dude from the beginning that he befriended, that dude Camel, uh, Camel fucked around and was drinking moonshine. And remember, so prohibition is going on during this time, right? And so you can't legally get alcohol um, unless you go to Canada. And so people would drink moonshine but to make it alcohol pretty much you would have to cut it with uh pretty much chemicals like you would have to cut it with whatever uh so you can get drunk and because of that um all kinds of crazy stuff ends up in moonshine and there was a a sickness going around like you can look it up there's a sickness going around at the time called jamaican jerk leg where it was like uh whatever they would cut it with um would paralyze you like you would end up getting paralyzed like from either the waist down or the chest down or you know and so camel he's not a drunk but you know people drink a lot whatever and he ends up getting sick like he ends up getting this jamaican jerk leg and if you can't work then they're gonna throw you off right and so jacob is real worried about camel because he doesn't want him to get thrown off of this train in the middle of the night and so every night they kind of have to hide him like in their room like they gotta hide him behind like you know the rolled canvas or whatever so people don't find him and so yeah all this is going on people are stressed jacob's really stressed and then one morning he's having breakfast with marlena or not with marlena but you know everybody has breakfast in the tent or whatever and so he goes and he sits down and he can tell that something's wrong and so he's like hey Marlena what's up you know she doesn't say anything and he's like hey like what's going on is August harassing you like what's going on right and then she just looks up at him and is like hey uh I'm pregnant and Jacob freaks out he's like oh we cannot have you pregnant right now like what we can't deal with it we can barely deal with what's going on right now you know and so right after that finding out that she's pregnant uh, August 
he didn't hear them, but he rolls up and tries to woo. He's trying to woo back his wife. He's trying to woo back uh, Marlena. And so he's getting desperate at this point because like some days have gone by, you know, and he straight up tries to just snatch her, like pick her up and then just take her back to the room. Um, but Jacob, of course, he sees it happen, so he runs over, and he's trying to, hey, you know, get off of her, but then somebody, like, clocks him in the back of the head, um, which knocked him out cold, and so then when Jacob finally wakes back up, he's in his room, and he's like, you know, like, what happened? You know, I mean, he he got knocked out. He's concussed, and uh, he can't focus like his eyes won't focus on anything so like he got hit really hard right and his roomie is like hey man you know we dragged you off before august could do anything to you but like you need to lay low like things are heating up between marlena and him and the last thing you want is to be caught in the middle because you don't want to get red lighted right and so jacob is laying there in bed that night pissed as fuck and he's like you know what I'm about to kill this dude, you know, I'm tired of his shit, I'm gonna kill him, and so he gets a knife, and he climbs up to the roof of the moving train, mind you, it's moving, like, it's the middle of the night, so they're en route to wherever, so he climbs up on top of the train, and he scales the train to August's car, he drops down in there, and he sees August sleep in the bed, and he's like looking right over him. He's got the knife in his hand. He's looking at him. And he's like, you know what? I don't want to kill this dude. Like, I can't. I can't. <laughs> so he leaves the knife on the pillow next to him. So August knows what's up, right? And so Jacob, he goes back to, he scales the train again. He goes back to his train car. And then when he gets back, it his room is empty. And he's like, wait, what? He's looking around, and both his roomie and Camel, they're both gone. And, you know, there's only one thing that could happen to them. They got red-lighted. They got tossed off the train. And so Jacob, he's sitting there, and he's freaking out, right? Because he's like, the only reason why I didn't get red-lighted is because I was trying to murder a dude, so I wasn't here. And because of me, since I took that knife, you know, they didn't have anything to protect themselves with, so they both got chucked out. And so now he's really sad like he's really guilty he feels really guilty he's really sad and uh he goes to marlena and tells her about camel and his roommate and you know it's funny because the performers they hear like rumors about stuff that happens but when he tells marlena this happened she didn't think that red lighting was really a thing so she's really upset like she's really shocked about it and uh Jacob is like, you know what, like, if I'm on this train at night again, tonight, they're gonna, they're gonna toss me off, like, they came to my room last night, and, or to my car last night, and I barely missed them, but they're gonna come, like, you know they're gonna come back, so it's not safe for me to stay, and so Marlena is like, alright dude, like, let's just do tonight's show like normal, and then once the show is over, we can just, like, skip town, and so Jacob is like, alright dude. And so, the show goes on. The show must always go on. So, Marlena's in there, and she's doing her act with Rosie. Uh, Jacob, he's not in the show, you know, he's just the vet. So, he's out in the yard. He's, like, uh, at the dinner uh, car or whatever. He's eating dinner. And then, 
he's talking to a dude and then out of nowhere the music from the show just cuts and him and the guy look up the oh, i think he was talking to the cook so him and the cook they look up it is dead silent and they're looking around and jacob's like what's going on and the cook is like shh hush like we gotta listen right and then still no music and then bl- out of nowhere stars and stripes forever starts blasting and whenever that happens that means uh disaster like that's kind of their siren like their shit's hitting the fan song and jacob and the cook they start off they take off running for the tent for the main tent and it's pandemonium in there. Uh, they're screaming. People are running. Uh, apparent somehow the animals got out of their cages. So it's like a full-blown stampede going on in there. So the crowd, they are freaking out. They're pushing and shoving, trying to get out. The animals are running around. You got zebras and lions and coyotes and giraffes. They're all... They're, everyone's freaking out. The animals, the people, everyone. And so Jacob automatically the most worried he's about is marlena one because she was in the middle of her act and two rosie like you don't want anything to happen to his elephant and so he sees he looks across the tent and he sees marlena in the corner like with rosie who has her body in front of marlena so he's like whoo at least she's safe right and then next to them he sees august and august is pissed understandably i mean it's a stampede he sees august who's like shouting trying to like get people under control trying to like shout commands and stuff and uh he sees jacob is looking at rosie who's looking at august and jacob is like "Mm, (laughs) this elephant is scheming i don't think i like this (laughs) and so uh rosie she looks at jacob looks at august picks up her spike out of the ground and fucking stabs him in the back of the head with this spike and he drops like a bag of rocks understandably i think the book describes his head getting split open like a watermelon um if you would like that visual and so his body drops and then he gets trampled by the stampede marlena doesn't see any of it because she's got this giant elephant blocking her line of view jacob sees the whole thing and it's like oh my god if anybody else saw that they're gonna they're gonna put this elephant down like you can't you can't have an animal just killing people right so jacob is like what oh god (laughs) and so yeah so there's a little time skip or whatever like for till the next day everything they get all the animals uh wrangled back you know some of them escaped into town some of them are just out in the field but they end up getting a lot of the animals back or whatever um and they can't nobody can find uncle al so you got august who is dead uh the only people that know he's dead is jacob and marlena so far and then you can't find the owner of the circus either he's missing and so uh yeah so a couple days go by with neither of them showing back up and so pretty much everybody on the show was like well i guess we're done right like the owner is gone and number two in charge is gone uh we had a stampede i guess this is over so people start leaving and then just like at the beginning of the book other circuses circus trains start showing up trying to pilfer their stuff right like they're a dead circus now and uh somebody rolls up and was like hey 
that's a that's a nice elephant you got there and jacob was like you better get the fuck away from my elephant and the dude was like "Mm, all right so jacob is like well i guess i own an elephant now and then it's funny because then it turns out that marlena did a similar thing someone came up and was like hey these are some nice horses you got here and marlena's like you better get the fuck away from my horses and then they were like oh okay so then they meet at jacob and marlena they reconvene and they're like well i guess we own uh 11 horses and an elephant now what are we gonna do with that and then um yeah so they they have some animals they also somehow acquire a monkey named bobo and then yeah so that's kind of the end of the book uh there's a little epilogue where come to find out yeah so uncle al he did dip um but then somebody ends up finding his dead body like he ended up hanging himself after the stampede someone like finds him rolled up in some tarp and then you never see august's body because he got trampled in that stampede but um yeah so august is gone uncle al is gone so you got jacob and you got marlena you got these 11 horses a monkey and an elephant um but they end up working for ringling brothers for like seven years um through working with ringling he ends up getting his actual veterinary vet vet license um so he's like the actual vet for like ringling or whatever um jacob and marlena they get married they end up having five kids um and then after those seven years they retire and yeah live a happy life but yeah i realized that i never talked about like present day the present day story is all right it's just kind of him the present day story is him telling the story about when he was in the circus in the 30s but then after like well during that epilogue it goes back to him being old man jacob telling that story about him working at ringling or whatever and um he is sad because he's living in this nursing home nobody cares about him uh marlena she ends up dying before him and his kids are all old and don't care about him so he's like by himself in this nursing home so he's depressed and but then a circus ends up coming to town uh like right across the street from the nursing home and one of his family members was supposed to come visit that day to take him but i guess everybody forgot about him like i said nobody really cared about him and so he freaking he breaks out he breaks out and he goes over to the circus and was like hey I'm trying to see the circus but the t- the kid sitting at the ticket booth is like oh you need a ticket and then Jacob was like I don't have any money like I'm an old man I don't have money and the ticket dude was like well I guess you gotta leave but then the owner like hears the commotion and he comes over and he's like hey like what's going on and the kid sitting at the ticket booth is like yeah this old man's trying to sneak into the circus and then the old the owner is like that's no way to treat your elders you know come with me and so he gets he takes jacob and they go back to his car or like his little you know tent rv whatever and he sits down they have a drink and come to find out that the story is jacob telling the story to this dude and then the dude is like wow is like all of that true and jacob was like yeah you know i lived kind of a crazy life but it sucks being in the nursing home man and jacob was like uh the owner was like well you know maybe we can sneak away and jacob was like are you serious and the owner dude was like yeah if you don't cause any trouble for me i won't cause any trouble for you you know like 
you can run the ticket booth or something and then Jacob is like hell yeah like he's so excited to not be in the nursing home anymore and so the book ends with him leaving with the circus again he was like well you know I'm 93 years old I don't know how many years I have left but I'd rather them be spent doing something I have always known and loved rather than just wasting away in the nursing home or whatever and so that's how it ends um yeah I definitely glossed over some stuff but that's the gist of it uh water for elephants it's one of like I said it's one of my favorite books um it's really nice because the author Sarah Gruen she really did her research in um circuses during that time like at the end of the book uh you know where they usually have the little excerpt about the author and stuff uh it talks about her going to the library and doing all this research and showing and it's cool because in the book they show a lot of um pictures like from the circuses back in like the 1920s and the 1930s and uh that story about the elephant with Rosie that's based on a true story about um a circus acquiring an elephant that everyone thought was dumb but then comes to find out that she just doesn't know English like um, she speaks or she understands I don't know German or Polish or whatever um but yeah it was just really refreshing to have um it's a fictional story but it's kind of based in truth and really highlighting the the underbelly of the circus industry like you know circuses are always a weird they've always been a weird thing they're still a weird thing um but especially back then when people were just kind of doing whatever it's just kind of interesting to hear um just kind of taking a piece out of history about how things were done and how circuses were perceived back then um but yeah so there was this movie this was made into a movie um i know what's his name robert pattinson the dude from twilight he was in it um i did not hear good things about it i like the book i'm one of those people who if i like the book a lot a lot of times i won't watch the movie and this was definitely a case um let's see this movie came out yeah the movie came out in 2011 and yeah jacob is played by robert robert pattinson um the movie did not do well i'm looking it up right now it got a 60 percent of rotten tomatoes a 6.9 out of 10 on imdb um you know how that goes when they make books into movies. Oh, but check this out. They did have... Pff, I'm really surprised. This had a star cast. Uh, Reese Witherspoon played Marlena. You had Christoph Waltz play August. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't bother myself with the movie. If this was something that was interesting to you, I would definitely recommend checking out the book. Um, it's a really easy read. You know, it's only a couple hundred... I think it's like 300 maybe pages. Um and it goes by really quick the only complaint i not even really a complaint but just um the juxtaposition with the present day story and the story in the 30s the story in the 30s definitely is more interesting than the present day but i understand that you need that present day story to set up the ending where he ends up you know reconnecting with the circus and romps for the rest of his life with it like that i get i understand but uh that is definitely the less interesting of the two stories going on um but yeah i would definitely recommend this book um 
do I want to do a point system? I don't really. Points, who needs them? Uh, yes, recommend. <laughs> I recommend this book. Check it out. Um, if you guys have any recommendations of books that you want me to talk about, uh, like I said, I've read a lot. I'm currently reading a lot. Um, I definitely have a couple more books in mind that I want to talk about that I've read like over the summer. But um, I would love to hear what you guys ha- think. Uh, let me know what you think about the podcast. If you want me to do more of something, less of something. Uh, books that you recommend. If you've also read, let me know if you've read Water for Elephants. What did you think about it? Um, I haven't actually ran into a lot of people that have read this book other than me. But um, let me know. And I guess I'll he- talk to you guys next week. Bye! Bye!